0: Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Tuesday, October the 5th, 2021, and there is quite a bit of news to speculate and, and report and comment on coming from all over the world, actually. I just wanted to say, for those that were expecting, of course, the um, the joint crack in which Camden and myself are really trying to ramp up, I just wanted to say that Camden is currently taking care of some affairs on the back end having to do with the pre-order for the upcoming um series with the exclusive interviews uh with that gentleman that we spoke of um who was really involved in the whole um epstein sort of mossad thing members will know much more just wanted to let you folks know where camden is we're always uh doing something for the for the show these days with that being said though let's jump right into it so in no particular order as per usual first off um, if we take a look here, Andrew Yang has broken up with the Democratic Party. He has changed his voting registration from Democrat to Independent today and he basically said, again I'm paraphrasing, not directly quoting here but he essentially said that it's okay to not be a, a Democrat or be associated with the Democratic Party because again, there's a lot of people uh, such as, you know, we could argue Jimmy Dore and others that tend to veer even farther to the left of the Democratic Party and again, that's not always a bad thing. In a lot of cases, I see what he's saying with respects to him calling for the truth it's a very interesting platform because again it's disassociating from the two, two-tier 2 party system right my opinion with respects to mr yang it's as simple as the guy got screwed out of the out of the nomination in new york and things like that if i'm not mistaken with uh, by the dnc and all that it's corrupt he sees it he knows it so at this point in time i mean look he he feels like he has to have too many obligations to the democratic party too many political stances that cannot be uh changed or alternated as long as he stays with the democratic party so you know what if he uh, if he gains more of a following or if he's able to do something more productive by leaving the Democratic Party, then by all means. The next thing is that according to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, sorry, the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland has mobilized the FBI to address a, quote, disturbing spike of threats, end quote, by parents who oppose critical race theory against school boards and teachers. This is interesting because we can understand from the Biden administration's perspective or not understand, relate, not relate, sorry, view it, <laughs> excuse me, view View it as the Biden administration trying to justify more, I guess, advancement of critical race theory, and on top of that, using using it as part of the larger narrative, as in you know, white supremacy and things like this. But I got to be honest with you, folks. I've seen some of the clips at these town hall meetings all across America. There's a lot of Middle Eastern people, a lot of African American people, lots of Asian people that are against this. Parents that are against this. So again. I find this quite peculiar to, 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 to be the case. I, I know the debate on critical race theory is quite hefty these days. Again, it, it's polarizing as well, but at the same time, I mean, fuck, what, what isn't polarizing these days, right? So, look, my thing is this. I believe with respects to the uh, educational systems, I again, I don't know how it works in a geopolitical sense, the details of it, but I'd say go state by state, county by county, what, go with the, what the parents want. Hold major town halls, see what they want, listen to the parents, which they've done, and again you go county by county with respects to what you teach. I mean, again, I'm not saying that's the end-all, be-all solution, but at least if, you know, there's kids that are being taught critical race theory and their parents don't want that in one county, maybe they could move the kids over to another county, right? Again, and if people, people who say, you know, oh, Dave, what if parents don't show up to the town hall? Well, again, this is the point of participating in, presumably, I say this carefully, but, you know, a democracy, so to speak. I say that with air quotes because, you know, it's a little difficult. We can debate that nowadays. But um, the next thing is that, According to Project Veritas, which I'm surprised Twitter hasn't suppressed the whole uh, hashtag Pfizer exposed uh, trend today and also the Project Veritas trend, but basically if I'm not mistaken, two or three different Pfizer scientists with reputable cred- credentials. This is not staged, not faked or anything. Project Veritas basically did the same thing they did with the CNN producer, I believe earlier this year or late last year of 2020 when they had a-, a woman go on, if I'm not mistaken, a Tinder date or something like this where they had a body cam and these scientists talked about how Pfizer's listening to everything. They're afraid to even talk to each other privately with their doors closed because they have a feeling that the company's listening. The the, the rooms are bugged and tapped. They've signed all these NDAs. You have one scientist telling this, this woman under uh, undercover f- from Project Veritas to wait to get the vaccine. Again, I'm not trying to take things out of context. I'm not trying to lean you in one direction or the other. That's not for me to say. But again, we have to call things like they are, and this is what seems to be occurring. Again, w- some quotes I'll read for you is: uh, "I work for an evil corporation. Our-, our organization is run on COVID money. Now we're like bred and taught to be like a uh, vaccine is safer than actually getting COVID. Your COVID antibodies are probably better than the Pfizer vaccine. A uh, uh, vaccination, excuse me. These are all separate." quotes each one from three different scientists at Pfizer again you check out their their credentials publicly check them out on LinkedIn stuff like that it checks out so again it's not for me to say what's good or what's not good but we should also be vigilant of the mainstream media not reporting that again if they're going to cover certain whistleblowers certain exposés of certain contexts and situations and it's going to be plastered everywhere why are they not covering this why not even cover this in a way saying Project Veritas has come out with this no because they won't because then they it gives validity to those that don't even know about Project Veritas and that's the last thing the mainstream media and the establishment want at least in my opinion now that's not to say Project Veritas is the end-all be-all of truth seekers and what have you we got to be vigilant of them too honestly so again the next thing is that Capitol Police have shut down roads as they investigate a suspicious vehicle outside the US Supreme Court and then shortly after the Capitol Police extracted a man from the suspicious SUV they were targeting the man is now in custody who knows if what he was trying to if he was actually planning something or not we got to find out for the wait for the details we will follow up on that the next thing is that the French clergy has sexually abused over 200,000 children since 1950. the commission investigating historic wrongdoing alleges thousands of Catholic priests involved in systemic abuse yeah i mean like i don't say sorry i said that excitedly but not in a way that's like oh that's great no it's great that these types of investigations are coming out again you have to let a little bit of truth sort of filter through within the mainstream media reporting which is why i would think that such studies have been concluded in a way that doesn't you know reflect kindly upon the vatican and the the archdiocese of the church overall but again my God, almost a quarter million kids, and and those are, by the way, not to fearmonger, but let's be real here. Those are just the kids that they've that they've accounted for, and like those are not that doesn't include the kids that don't want didn't want to come forward that are now adults and things like that. You know what I'm saying? My God, like I, it's terrible. It's I don't care if it what religion, if it, you know, uh, Buddhism, Muslim, uh, 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 Catholicism, Judaism. It doesn't matter to me it's terrible it's not even about religion for me it's individuals harming other individuals whether it's financially psychologically physically it's the worst uh, uh, spiritually emotionally the next thing is that i uh, uh, iraqis excuse me are set for early parliamentary election amid multiple crisis an early vote emerged as one of the central demands from the bloody protests in 2019 Look, again, presuming there's no corruption and there's no, you know, insertion of some type of intelligence apparatus here, if this is what the people want, with respects to the people of Iraq, let them have it. Again, I speak very harshly against not the people of these nations, against the regimes, if you will, right? Now, again, Iraq, we can argue very strongly, was a mess, and just like, you know, Nixon said back in the day with Saddam Hussein, he's a son of a bitch, but he's our son of a bitch, yeah, until he's no longer your son of a bitch, and all of a sudden he's a Saddam Hussein's a threat to the world, quote-unquote, now playing devil's advocate very quickly. I don't want to go over this because I know this is quite a rampant topic that's been discussed for many, many years. But Saddam Hussein, in my humble opinion, folks, was not a nice person. He really wasn't. But, and again, I'm not saying this should be the solution, but at the time, he seemed to have bring much more stability to Iraq with respects to order and stuff like that. Again, I, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that he was a good guy, but we got to understand, you know, we have two shit burgers. Which one is less shittier? Sadly, basically, as it pertains to the regimes of Iraq, right? So, um, the, and by the way, that could be applied to, honestly, I apply that to Canada too. <laughs> the uh, next thing is that, uh, if we take a look here, Czech, uh, Czech, uh, the Czech Republic, if I'm not mistaken, Chech has signed a $630 million deal for Israeli-made air defense system, pra- uh, Prague, to acquire spider system made of weapons ma- uh, maker Raphael as part of military modernization drive. Interesting, because again, we know how close the Israelis and Mossad are with CIA and stuff like that. I wonder if this is sort of a proxy, also multi... Um, uh doubly or multiple multiple multiply, excuse me beneficial agreement so again israel makes some money i'm sure americans they know cia they're, they're they're cool with this there was a sit down there was an agreement on this not saying that the israelis needed the americans permission but again there was sort of a hand-in-hand hand play here this kind of i'm sure this will anger putin uh, in a lot of ways which is another thing too so again we're gonna see here this is a tit-for-tat multi-layer chess move presuming i'm viewing this correctly the next thing is that, according to Al Jazeera, top U.S. envoy has brought up the Khashoggi murder in talks with Saudis. National Security Advisor uh, Sullivan, I think Jake Sullivan, and other U.S. officials met Saudi Crown Prince uh, in uh, September last month. Yeah, okay, he brought it up. Uh, big deal. What? What's, I don't understand. He brought it up. Is anything done about it? No. Now maybe something is being done about it, but it's being done at a covert intelligence level. I this is the problem we can speculate into 90 different areas you know what i mean so <laughs> the the next thing is that a suspected ISIS member uh, was killed in a Sudan sec- a security raid the incident that took place on Monday in the southern district of Jabra also left one military officer dead again, presuming this is legit it's unfortunate that this office- military officer did die and I genuinely mean that uh, granted though, I'm not trying to make his death count for or her death count for nothing uh, but again, when you sign up to be intelligence, military these are the risks you take not trying to brush that off as, as simply all oh, just another death it still is unfortunate, but, again, presuming they caught an ISIL, as they call it, or ISIS member, and they killed him, or her. I'm Probably a him in this case. I mean, you know, what, what's what's there to say at this point, right? Uh, the, the next thing is that uh, Lebanon and the IMF are planning to restart technical talks on rescue funds. Prime Minister Mikati intends to resume negotiations on a bailout package after discussions fell apart about a year ago. End quote. Okay, I mean look, again if it, I mean I don't see what's wrong going to the IMF again this kind of shows the, the the reliance on a major system pertaining to the Federal Reserve, IMF, you know, the European banks, the Bank of London, Wall Street, but again, if it means that a country and its people will get back up on its feet even if it's temporarily sure. Um, I'm I'm ta- I'm, ta- I'm taking a very large external perspective here in the sense that again, in my opinion, the power structures need to be disassembled. But if we're talking day-to-day reality, unfortunately, then I guess in, in the current context of things, granted, why not? The next thing is that Libya's migrant detentions top 5,000 people as crackdown continues. Amnesty International has called on Libyan authorities to release migrants and refugees, including more than 200 children. Yes, like I say, I I, I agree. The children are the only ones suffering here. The innocent people are the only ones suffering. But you calling for stuff, is that really going to make things happen or not? That's the next question, right? The next thing is that uh, Br- the British Prime Minister's envoy plans to hold talks with Taliban in uh, Afghanistan. The UK says the two sides discussed Afghanistan's deepening humanitarian crisis and terrorism, among other subjects. Again, this is the- my perspective, as I said over and over, with respects to... Should the, the Europeans, should Americans, should, you know, uh, Australians, it, it, is, you name it, Israelis, the ones with power, should they get involved in what's going on in Afghanistan? Again, realistically, we probably know from a truly, truly, you know, um, intelligence perspective, they're always going to be there. But it, it, on the surface level, again, I, I don't I know it's all about caring for the Afghan people and all that. But I, I, I say that with air quotes because the elite at the top, come on, they don't care. They're just justifying that as a reason to stay there, to continue affairs, having some form of affairs there. So again, I'm very vigilant of that, right? Uh, Or at least I try to be, as I'm sure many of you are as well too. The next thing is that Sri Lanka has indicted an ISIL or ISIS mastermind over Easter Sunday bombings. The prosecutors indict alleged mastermind of the 2019 suicide bombings along with 24 men that they say are co-conspirators. Co-conspirators, excuse me. Okay, good. Yeah, again, let's... uh, Let's hold them accountable, assuming this is a clean cut trial and there's no corruption involved and there's no intelligence in interference yeah let's let's again in in the legal sense let's take them out like let's let's put them away the next thing is that uh Taliban are accused of executing the Hazara people at least thirteen members of the Hazara group including eleven former government forces were killed in daikundi uh amnesty international says again I'm not trying to downplay this, but here's the thing. Uh, this is the, uh, okay, you know, for, I, don't really like to, I don't really like this gentleman's opinion a lot, but I'm going to use it because I do agree in a lot of regards in this uh, particular context. Uh, Mike Baker, the former CIA agent who Joe Rogan has on every so often to speculate and comment on stuff, he made a good point about Afghanistan because here's the thing. Amnesty International can call for all these things. Again, they're just calling for it, but is anyone really going to do anything, right? That's the question. Now, the thing becomes this the Americans were there, what happened to Afghanistan? Mike Baker, in my opinion, presuming I have the facts right, or at least the, the, the surface-level context correct, I like to say that because we don't know the real facts until we get intelligence reports, and even then we'll never get them, but Mike Baker said he goes, these senators and these governors, when they were doing the, 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 the committee and the commission and the, the hearings last week, to the generals and, and Millie and Lloyd Austin, they were all saying, oh, you know, they were all acting tough and saying, we demand answers. Mike Baker made a good point. Like Senator Elizabeth Warren, it looks all fine and dandy on TV when she's like, oh, the generals tell us, you know, just hold off, we're just turning the corner, just turning the corner. She was part of the of the, sel- uh, the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee, if I'm not mistaken, the Senate Armed Forces, uh, rather, excuse me. Mike Baker made a good point saying, these these senators have been sitting on these briefings knowing that it's been full of shit more than likely and haven't done anything for the last two, three years anyways. So the senators we could argue are just as much as fault at, at fault as the generals but ultimately we really know and Mike Baker didn't say this part but again this is me coming in we really know it's the the, the guys in the military industrial complex it's as, it's as simple as that that that's i mean the, what else can we say they didn't want the war to end and i'm sure they don't want it to to end either like when um they don't want it to even if it's quote unquote officially ended look at how many contractors are still there when Julian Assange said that, you know, the, the goal of Afghanistan is to have an endless war in order for the transnational elite to uh, filter money uh, out of tax bases and through Afghanistan and then just recycle it for more and more profit. It's not wrong, in my opinion, at least, right? So again, looking at this whole perspective, uh, it's sad that people died and that they're murdering these Hazara members. It's, it's unfortunate. But again, should we get involved or not? And I'm not trying to downplay the deaths, but I'm going to sound real cold-blooded here, but I also want to say it to give context. People die every day. There are very, very unfortunate, and I mean this genuinely, children in Africa starving. Why is that not over the news? Why all over the news? Why isn't Amnesty International calling for that? Because there's nothing to gain from there. At least for the you know relative recent history, we could argue now it's a little bit different, but. Again, it, you, you folks see what I'm saying. The next thing is that uh, Bitcoin has topped $50,000 per coin for the first time in a month. The latest rally brings prices of the world's largest cryptocurrency to their highest levels since early December. Again, I personal opinion, I don't know if it's fake, if it's a fraud, you know, the whole crypto thing or not. But one thing that's for, that's for sure is that, again, we're going to see it fluctuate, in my opinion. Again, not being a stock market expert at all, this is not financial advice whatsoever, just to be clear. But I... Uh, it's going to fluctuate just like, you know, stocks do. People, you know, r- certain countries adapt cryptocurrencies, goes up, it goes down, da da da. Certain countries block cryptocurrencies, you know. The next thing is that Blinken, Antony Blinken, and Macron meet in Paris amid the AUKUS tensions. French and U.S. officials said the duo discussed restoring confidence after tensions over security pact and the submarine deal. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, again, this is no disrespect to the people of France, but I'm pretty sure the government of France is going to continue to side with America because, again, they're their strongest ally in a lot of regards, unless I'm missing context here. And it, France has always done what, you know, the U.S. does in terms of military operations. They, if the U.S. sends fighter jets somewhere, France sends a couple themselves, you know, things like this, right? The uh, I'm curious to see how frustrated again, it's a chess game, which is why when they say politicians are mad, it looks good on the news. You know, Macron is mad. He wants to talk to to Biden or Blinken. Now, you know, he's setting up a phone call ASAP. Okay, but it's tit for tat chess. You got to take emotion out of it. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to lecture them on how to do their business, but. Clearly, something's not working at the top, and I know it's very multilayered and complex, but it it just goes to show you how much of it is a show as well. The next thing is that Haiti Top Diplomat asks UN Security Council for help with gangs. Gang-related violence has displaced more than 19,000 Haitians in recent months, according to the UN. Okay, I mean, look, if they're they're asking the UN Security Council for help, let's see what they say. Um, The UN is always trying to get involved in things, so I don't see why not. I mean, I'm not trying to say that in a bad way per se, but again, I try to say that down the middle as unbiased as possible. The next thing is that Tesla is going to pay 137 million dollars to a former employee over racism at work. The former contract worker hired through a staffing agency was subjected to racially uh, a racially hostile work environment, the jury said. Apparently, he was an elevator man, like he was controlling just you know people that had to go up and down the elevator. Made one hundred thirty-seven million bucks. Now again, I, that's not for me to say whether or not you know you folks feel that he he deserved that for being for having those racist slurs thrown at him, verbally. I mean, like no one should have any racist slurs whatsoever thrown at them. But I mean. Yeah, that's $137 million. That's That's not a bad day, you know? Um, the next thing is that Canada has invoked the treaty with the U.S. in dispute over the Line 5 pipeline. Canada has been pushing the U.S. to intervene in a, in a dispute over a contentious oil pipeline project that Michigan ordered shut. Again, this is going to be interesting to see because we know, when, as they say, when the U.S. coughs, Canada sneezes. So, you know, I'm sure it'll be resolved, but I think Canada, you know, will get the shittier end of the stick. But, I mean, who cares anyways? Like, it's it's... Yeah. I mean, have you seen Trudeau? Whatever. Um, The next thing is that Warren, uh, Elizabeth Warren, asks the SEC to probe trading by U.S. central bank officials. Senator Elizabeth Warren is urging the Securities and Exchange Commission to examine transactions by U.S. Fed officials. Quite interesting. I wonder if she's got any friends or family invested in that because if not, like again, they usually don't call for these things unless they're squeaky clean themselves. So, let's be honest here, right? The next thing is that Panama's police, uh, Panama police's Arab target practice sparks outcry. The controversy uh, controversy, excuse me, arose after photos emerged showing a man pointing at what appeared to be a traditional Arab, Arab um, head dress. Again, yeah, I I mean, assuming this is the full breadth and context of the situation, that's not right. I don't think, you know, just in general for any race, culture, ethnicity, you name it. With that being said, if we take to play devil's advocate, a more nationalistic perspective, it is their nation. They could do what they want again. But that shouldn't also be a reason to that shouldn't be metaphorically uh, licensed to kill, so to speak, with respect to, you know, you could do what you want sort of thing. But again. Maybe ask the people of Panama, see if they care or not. Or, you know, I, I, again, I. the thing is, is that I know many Arab people, very nice people. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's tough, as you folks know. Uh, the next thing is that Venezuela introduces a new currency and drops six zeros. Venezuela has for years seen some of the world's worst inflation, complicating cash transactions amid economic crisis yeah i mean let's see what happens they're giving it a shot i don't think there's much else they could do at this point um there's only one way is up unless it just devolves into i mean god knows what else but it's just so unfortunate so they're trying so let's see i mean again i'm sure there's intelligence inversion insertions and things like this but we'll see what happens the next thing is that pandora's box may ruin uh president zelensky's chances for a second term the network of uh, offshore companies revealed in uh revealed in leak threatened uh the ukrainian prime minister's prime ukrainian president's excuse me political future analysts say okay yeah i mean yeah that's what happens when shit leaks again it's a game of chess tit for tat i mean that's how i see it at least right um he got taken off the board or he might be taken off the board or he might in fact still stay on the board right meaning he'll win the next election Uh, The next thing is that if we take a look here, uh, Malaysia summons China envoy over South China Sea enroachment. Malaysia says Chinese ships, including a survey vessel, entered its exclusive economic zone off the Borneo. This is interesting. Again, I know Malaysia is not militarily a a world powerhouse, if you will, but... You see, China's really provoking, man. They're really poking the bear, so to speak. Let's see what happens here. Uh, I'm sure they got tricks up their sleeves or maybe who knows. Again, we're talking intelligence, military intelligence, so many different, you know, agencies I have to cross-reference. I'm sure there's fusion fusion cells going on there and things like that where, you know, within the U.S. where there are surveillance, NSA, CIA, DIA, DNA, you know, all that stuff. Um the next thing is that the in the philippines the son of ex dictator marcos is planning to run for president ferdinand marcos junior's father was accused of widespread human rights abuses during his two decade rule look i'm going to be straight with you folks if this this is the um this is his son it's tough to say but we should also not pass judgment on, on on him just because of what his father's done. Now, we can argue that, yes, you know, if he was around his father while he was growing up and things like that, his father may have normalized, you know, atrocities that we we now know to be very bad and things like that. But let's see, again, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, presuming there's no insertion of any type of psychological operation, intelligence, you name it, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, he's not his father, but again, I don't know his past views on things, I don't know if, you know, how he's going to downplay his, you know, promising that things won't turn out like he did with his father, right? So, the next thing is that, uh, according to BBC News, a Russian film team has boldly shot towards the space station, and an actress and film director docked with the International Space Station in a... First for Russia. Cool. Yeah. Look, again, I'm not even trying to imply that this is anything intelligence operated or anything. They want to film. Maybe Putin gave the go ahead, signed off, said it was a good idea, would look good for the country, things like that, by all means. Um, The next thing or the final thing, excuse me, is that Evergrande investors kept waiting over a, quote, major deal, end quote. Two more Chinese property companies are causing concerns over their ability to repay their debts. Um, I guess Evergrande promised investors a major deal or something like this that never came again. Here's the thing when you're dealing with that much money. If it can be pointed at one individual, that guy might end up dead um, in, in the relatively near future. They might wait many years until they take him out because that's usually sometimes how things have to go. So it cannot be connected back. But, you know. Um, I'm not trying to jump right to physical harm or assassination, but let's be let's be real here in a lot of regards, right? We gotta see what happens. It's also very possible as well too that, you know, because of what's going on in ever with Evergrande, that China needs a war of some kind and they're poking the bear militarily in order to deter from this, not just attention wise, but to create some type of financial, I guess you could say um, influx that would allow for the benefits of war to sort of sideline what's going on with Evergrande so they don't have a Lehman Brothers moment. This is, by the way folks, a theory that Camden first called me about yesterday when everything was going down with the outages in China and stuff like that. So again, um, uh, very quickly too, there's some um, alleged American reporters on the ground in Taiwan. They say that Chinese fighter jets are literally flying next to metropolitan buildings and it's shaking the buildings and it's, again, poking the bear, provoking it's going to be interesting going to be interesting who knows what the us has done covertly to china that's or the ccp more specifically that's made them respond not saying that they needed the us needed to do something first but you know maybe ccp's poking the bear first right with that being said though folks we have uh, for the members a we have a members only episode coming very soon lots of long form episodes coming in addition to the usual episodes you all folks know uh, all you folks know and love so with that being said thank you so much and we'll catch you very very soon cheers